all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. 2 Timothy 3.16 Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez. I'm coming at you not live. I'm coming at you pre-recorded because I don't have time for that kind of thing. I'm wearing my new hat because my hair is a mess. If you're listening to this and not watching a video of it, then you're like, why'd you talk about your hat? To which I say, because it's a new hat and I'm very pleased to have gotten it. Uh, it's Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. If you know the show, you know that I talk about the Berenstain Bears. I talk about every single Berenstain Bears book ever written. I've been doing it since 2015. It is a long-running show. All of my past episodes are available. If you somehow stumble onto this one, I don't think this is a bear book that people are necessarily like doing a whole lot of searching for, but we are here. We are now at 2011. Once again, we are still, so we've been bopping around the 2010s for a while, just kind of looking at the books. I've been trying to keep, I tried, I have in the past tried to keep things in relatively chronological order, but that is kind of out the window as I take books as they arrive to me. I take books as I discover them and I take books as they kind of tie into each other. And we've been looking at a lot of these Living Lights books, Zonder Kids Living Lights books. And our last book we covered, The Berenstain Bears uh, and The Trouble with Secrets, we discovered, and by we, I mean me and Brad and Jeremy, my collectors, uh, we discovered that that book, as I had suspected, was a rewritten Cub Club book that had never been published. Uh, got that from the horse's mouth. Just in case you, Mike Berenstain, not an actual horse, uh, just in case you missed last week's episode where we talked about the fact that Mike said, yes, it was a book based on an unpublished but completely written and ready for publication uh, manuscript called The Berenstain Bears and the Deep Dark Secret. It was supposed to be a Cub Club book, but then things happened and it ended up not making it to print. There were actually a number of Cub Club books that never made it to print. There were uh, there was The Big Snow Day and uh, The Berenstain Bears and Big Bear City. And not the Big Bear City that we're used to, but a different Big Bear City book. Uh, but Mike said that there were others as well, uh, at least one other that he couldn't quite remember, and I, was, I wasn't going to press him on that. Uh, but now I've come to this week's book, The Berenstain Bears, Let the Bible Be Your Guide. And I've noticed a few things about it, which we'll take a look at. One is that this was clearly a, a Cub Club book. There is no... Cub Club book that it seems to be based on, though. And uh, second, it seems to have served as the basis, at least, for the Berenstain Bears Shoot the Rapids, which was one of the small uh, pocket-sized books, like the Berenstain Bears uh, and the uh, and the uh, Neighborly Skunk, uh, the Berenstain Bears and Papa for President, those little square ones that were given away as premiums with certain, like, fast food purchases. Maybe it may have been available in stores. I don't remember. Uh, but Shoot the Rapids was one of those. I covered it years and years ago. But I remembered this vague plot, this basic plot of the scouts having to go out and navigate sort of a, a, a rough water, body of water, and trying to follow the guidebook. But Papa's saying, I know better than, than any old guidebook. I know better than that. 
and that kind of being the plot. It's traditional belligerent papa plot, and the, the and then the bear scouts have to save his bacon. Uh, so when I read this book, I was like, this seems familiar. I know there's not a Cub Club book on it. Is it possible this was another unpublished Cub Club manuscript? Now, I, again, am not going to bother Mike Berenstain about this one. I feel like I can maybe, maybe get by with one email to him a month. Uh, I don't know if he feels that way, but I do not like to impose. I don't like to put myself forward. I feel like I am a constant imposition on not only strangers, not only people who I have a vague relationship with, but people I actually have a very strong relationship with. I feel like I'm an imposition on my own family when I ask questions. So am I going to bother Mike about this one? I am not. Uh, just let it go. But I'm, so, I'm also just going to assume that I'm correct. That's a pretty good way to live your life, by the way. Uh, make an assumption and don't follow through on it and just assume you're correct for the rest of your life. And one day you'll be dead and turn to ash and it will never matter. It won't ever matter. You, you will go to your grave thinking you were right. That's a pretty healthy way to live. Take it from me, Berenstain Man himself, man who's been doing a Berenstain Bears podcast for almost uh, seven years. Almost seven years. Berenstain Bears podcast. Uh, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. That was from 2 Timothy. That's how we begin our little, our little book here. Uh, 2 Timothy is, of course, the second epistle from Paul to, uh, to Timothy. I just brought it up on screen there. To Timothy. Uh, who was Timothy? I don't know. Not going to look that one up. Uh, he felt uh, he obviously needed a couple of letters written into him. Uh, what Paul was doing during this time, this is one of the letters of Paul, by the way, for those of you who aren't familiar with the, uh, with the New Testament uh, or the Testament of Jesus or whatever. Uh, Paul was Saul and he was walking down the road to Damascus and uh, his, he went blind and then he saw Jesus and then he became, he became Paul. He went from Saul to Paul. He also was like a bad guy who persecuted Christians. And then he's like, ah, oh, the scales have fallen from my eyes. And now I'm Paul. And then he went to prison. He was, I think, executed for his beliefs or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I took theology classes. Uh, but he wrote a bunch of letters. And this is one of them was to a guy named Timothy. And then he followed it up with a second one. I think it's pretty funny. I don't think like, Timothy is like, eh, it's Timothy. There are people in Bible times named Timothy. Like that, I don't know. That just tickles me for some reason. It's a good biblical name. Timothy. Timothy. Timmy. Little Tim. Timbo. Tiny Tim. Uh, but, you know, uh, so Paul spent a lot of time trying to get these disparate churches all over God's land to, 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 to buckle down and shape up and become good churches and stop faffing about with other things and just put the nose to the grindstone and be a good church. And uh, so we had a lot of little pearls of wisdom for them. Uh, and uh, the thing about Timothy is that some people believe that the Timothys were a group of later letters that weren't actually written by Paul because they mentioned things that like would have happened after Paul either went to prison or had died or something. Uh, and there's some people who believe that like some of the earlier letters actually were not written by Paul uh, and that the later ones actually were written by Paul. It's, it's, there's a lot of stuff goes into Paul's scholarship. Paulership is biblical people call it, and uh, that's one of them. Regardless, the, the letters were definitely written by people who were representatives of Paul or who believe themselves to be representatives of Paul. Again, we don't know. Biblical authorship is a whole, you could write a book on it. You could write a thousand books on it because 
<clears throat> these were manuscript. Never mind. In any case, uh, this would seem to be this would seem to be the theme of of the book, which is that scripture is you could do anything with it. Which I guess is kind of true, and I guess these Berenstain Bears books kind of prove that you can just take anything out of scripture and plop it into your book, and it gives me whatever you want. Which is kind of what this book does, I believe, because oh boy, there is some scripture in this book that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on, and they use the Bible in this book as a hammer because their only problem is a nail. Let's see what this book, more or less, is all about. So, uh. It's very St. Bears, let the Bible be your guide. And so what we have is the Cubs are going out for their water badges. And uh, they make a point of mentioning they're bringing their Bible with them. Uh, with life jackets, we are ready, it's true. And we're even bringing our Bible, too. Uh, and so they head out. They have their canoe. Papa's going with them. And... Uh, the, the thing to notice is that they are heading into kind of dicey waters in this book. Uh, if, if this became the basis for Shoot the Rapids. That makes sense. These are, they, are, they are tossing their canoes into, into choppy waters. And the first thing we realize is that Papa refuses to wear a life jacket. Because uh, he swims like a fish. And Rapid River, which is the name of their river, is as, as, as he's at home there as he is in his own bed. I'm as safe on Rapid River as I am in my own lair, he sort of says. Now, this is where the Bible really comes into play because uh, Cousin Fred, even though he's not shown here. So the script says, very well, Uncle, said Fred, very concerned. Proverbs says, let wise people listen and add to what they've learned. It's not Fred, though, in the book saying it. It's clearly brother bear uh i don't know if let me just skip ahead a page and maybe i missed something okay so brother bear is handing him the book and fred's talking to him uh brother bear says at least take our troops bible brother bear said please take it uncle begged cousin fred now this is one of the big points i want to make which is that that's not a bible brother is holding it's a book it's a green book that has the words holy bible kind of haphazardly scratched on the front Putting my little brain work into play here and knowing how these books have gone in the past, I am predicting or guessing. It's not a prediction because it happened in the past. I am using my powers of deduction to b say that this exchange was originally about how they, the Cubs are trying to get Papa to listen to what it says in their Bear Scouts manual and that brother is offering the Bear Scouts manual to Papa Bear, uh, not a book of the Bible. Not the Bible? Why would you hand him the Bible? Like, that's a long book. If you hand him the—it's one thing that you hand him the, the Scouts handbook. You hand him the handbook, it's going to be like, oh, just make, if you get to a dangerous spot, flip the— at least the handbook is divided into like sections like how to not die on a river. The Bible, not so much. Like, the, the, yes, there is a proverb that says, let wise people listen and then add to what they've learned. That's not really what they're asking Papa to do here. They're not saying, Papa, take our advice and then add to it. They're like, no, just listen to what we're saying. You need to wear a life jacket when you're on the rapids. And, uh, and so I think that what this was was at least take our scout handbook, Brother Bear said. Please take it, Uncle, begged Cousin Fred. That, to me, is is 
is what the original book probably said, or something along those lines. Because uh, then Papa responds with, thank you, thank you, just the same, but books and such are not my game. Oh, really? Books and such? That's what we're calling the Bible now, Papa? Uh, I don't go in for much book reading. Oh, really? That doesn't seem to be the way you've responded to the Bible in, oh, the last every single Zonder Kids book, but, you know, books ain't my thing. He ain't got time to read. Uh, so he's gonna he's gonna do his canoeing wild and free. He calls it. Uh, it's his body. It's his bodily autonomy. He is free to not wear a life jacket. No law is gonna tell him what to do for his own safety. Uh, not you know. I am sure there are plenty of bears in bear country who refuse to wear their life jackets, no matter how many bears it's been proven are saved by life jackets. In fact, I bet during river season, the hospitals are filled with bears who refuse to wear their life jackets because it was their choice to not have to be told what to put on their bodies, uh, even though we know that all the bears in the emergency room are probably taking up valuable space and funds and public money that could have been used on other things because they treasure their bodily autonomy more than basic personal safety and consideration. I am sure that that is exactly what happens in bear country because they like to do their canoeing Wild and free. Now on to the river. Follow me, says Papa. But those who listen to me will live in safety, it says in the holy book. Oh, really? Oh, really? People who follow the Bible should live in safety. It's almost as if you throw the Bible at people. You might want to take personal safety and, uh, I don't know, some sort of public health-based options into consideration as well. I don't know. Maybe if... Never mind. In any case, look at the Good Deed Scout Guidebook. Okay, these aren't the Bear Scouts. These are the Good Deed Scouts. Look at the Good Deed... They're not doing a Good Deed either. We've read Good Deed Scouts books. They do Good Deeds. That's all they do. Why would you need your water badge, Brother Bear? You're a Good Deed Scout. Do a Good Deed. Your Good Deed should be not letting Papa get in that canoe. And anyway, do not canoe where big currents run is the first rule. But Papa's like, ah, that's more fun. It's more fun to go into the big currents. And so he does. And they're like, be careful, Papa. No, stop. Come back. Don't go into the rapids. And he's like, ah, don't worry. I swim like a fish. And of course, he he falls into the water. And the cubs have to, have to rescue him. Or something. He falls into the water. And uh, then you don't see them save him. He's just like, whew, thanks for saving me. I'm going to assume there was a page here cut out where the Cubs had to actually rescue him. He's also not wet in the picture. He's like, woo, woo, thanks for saving me and my canoe. Anyway, I feel great. There's a great picture of, of Cousin Fred here. I do want to point out that uh, that after Papa Bear is saved, Fred is clearly done with Papa's shenanigans uh, at this point. He is finished, could not possibly care less. All right, uh, he says, uh, he says, Papa, in the book of Proverbs, we're told, choose knowledge rather than gold. So uh, I guess what they're saying, they're trying to try to try, they're kind of trying to tie this into what Papa just said. He's like, ah, I feel great. And the view's beautiful where we are. And I think what they're trying to say is, don't be a jerk. You know, dying for this view isn't worth it or something. But he stands up and stretches, and they're like, rule number two is don't stand up in your canoe. I also want to point out that Lizzie Bruin's not here. This is just the Cubs. This is brother and sister and cousin Fred. 
Sister is not saying anything, by the way. She's very quiet. Don't stand up. Of course, he falls over. Uh, he says, I don't want to be rude, but as for rule number two, I have three words. Poo, poo, and poo. Which is going to be my response to a lot of things from now on. Ah, I got three words for that. Poo. Poo and poo. Thank you. Uh, poo poo and then he falls over. Of course, uh, he falls over and uh, and the cubs have to rescue him. But while they're rescuing him, they hear a horrible roaring sound. Uh, and what is that roaring sound? Why it's the rapids? Is it the rapids? Is it the rapids? Oh, let's take a look and see what it says in the book. Uh, it says, obey every sign you see. It's not the rapids. It's danger falls. I guess it probably it's just the falls. Uh, but the sign says danger falls ahead. And I'm just going to pretend that the falls are called danger falls. They're like, the guidebook says don't ignore signs, Papa. Look at the signs. And Papa's like, <laughs> the signs. Uh, rules and signs mean nothing to me. I like my canoeing wild and free. And then he goes over the falls. So again, I don't know if you've noticed so far, the plot of the book, the character development of the book, not really contingent on the whole Bible thing at this point. Uh, so far, we've had Cousin Fred just shout a few things like, the Bible says that it's it's important to learn things, Papa. And Papa being like, I'm going to pretend you're talking about the Bear Scouts manual, which you're not mentioning. Uh, I'm going to pretend you're talking about the uh, Good Deed Scouts guidebook and uh, ignore you. Uh, I know that these are the religious books. And traditionally, I'm one of the ones spouting aphorisms. But for some reason, at this point, I'm going to pretend that your religious knowledge equals ignorance and bad advice. And he goes over the fall. Eee! He goes over the fall like a Stephen King protagonist. Eee! Eee! There's a Stephen King short story where the villain goes E. It, what was it? Lunchtime at the Gotham Cafe. One of those. Uh, same collection as 1408. I think it's in the same collection as 1408. Uh, there's a bad guy. Uh, Mater D at a, at a cafe goes a little off his rocker and he just starts going eee and attacking people in the cafe. It's a pretty, it's not even a supernatural story. Just about a really bad lunch. Guy meets his wife there and uh, they're discussing like their divorce and uh, the Mater D goes nuts and like starts attacking people in the in the cafe and the husband has to like act to the hero all of a sudden and fend off the Mater D and help his wife escape the cafe, which he does. Uh, he just goes like total just berserker man and becomes like super macho lifesaver man and saves his wife from the cafe and they get out and the wife is like, that was horrifying what I just saw you do. I'm definitely leaving you now. Goodbye forever. And he's just like, because he's not good. I, 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 that's kind of the point of the story. Spoilers for an old Stephen King short story. In any case, ee, says Papa Bear. He goes over the falls. Uh, that's it. He goes over. Okay, so rules and signs mean nothing to me. I like my canoeing wild and free. And he goes over the falls. And the next thing you know, he's just standing there. And he says, thank you, scouts. I'm proud of you. And tell truth to tell, you've earned your whitewater badges and these rescue ones as well. I, we don't see them rescue Papa. 
I feel like there's pages missing. I feel like they adapted the Berenstain Bears go over the falls or whatever, and that they cut out a couple of pages, a couple of layouts. It feels like there's something, it skips right from Papa going over the falls to him just standing there handing him their badges. We don't see them fishing him out of the water. It just seems a little weird. It's a little suspect to me. So uh, one more thing, Dear Scouts, God's guidebook is really swell. This was definitely a Cub Club book. I do not care. Uh, this was a Cub Club book. And they forced the Bible stuff into it. And, and by they, I mean, you know, Mike and Jan. And... Uh, they just turned it into a into a religious book because they needed, as Mike says, yeah, you know, this book wasn't going to get published in any case. They they used it to uh, to fulfill their contract. This one's pretty blatant, I think. I think I could be wrong. For all I knew, it was an entirely original work, and they're very proud of it. I don't know. I'm not saying they shouldn't be proud of it. It's a fun book, especially cousin Fred. For some reason, he gets the most expressive eyes in this book. Uh, but you know what? God's guidebook, Papa, is pretty swell. If you want, if you need one guidebook for going over a dangerous waterfall, I guess it's the it's the Bible. I guess the epistles of Paul and the book of Proverbs, I don't know, maybe take a copy of the Song of Songs. You need to survive the rapids. Uh and then the last thing we end is with the proverb. Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers. And blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. I guess this doesn't have anything to do. Okay, so blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. So whoever gives heed to instruction prospers. You could leave it at that, right? You could just cut it off there and be like, Proverbs 1620. Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers. That's the message here, okay? We're trying to say, listen to the, read the instructions, follow the instructions. Good lesson. Good lesson. But you have to tag on that other part of the sentence. And blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Why? Because what does the Lord say? The Lord says, follow the instructions. So you should listen to the, it's a bit circular is what I'm saying. I, I, you can just say, read the instruction manual. If you're trying to get a scout badge, follow the scouting guide. That's probably a good place to begin. Again, probably not written to be a religious text. But also, I don't think there's a... There's no other book like this. This is the book. So, is it a pre-existing book? Did I just miss a Cub Club? Am I that off my game? I don't think so. I think this one... I think this one... If there's a book that I'm missing, please let me know. Is there a sticker book, maybe, or a coloring book that was also this? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm not that hip to collectibles, so let me know. Uh, otherwise, what do I think of the Berenstain Bears? Uh, let the Bible be your guide. I think it's a little ham-fisted, uh, but it's pretty cute. It's It's got some cute illustrations. However... The Papa shenanigans are all cut off pretty abruptly. We don't see the the result of him following out of the boat. Twice we don't see it. Uh, it just cuts to the next scenario. So I feel like there's some missing images. Mike Berenstain, if you're listening to this, or I don't know, whoever listens for Mike. Eleanor, if you're listening to this. Is there a pre-existing manuscript to 
the Berenstain Bears, let the Bible be your guide. Is there pre-existing artwork? And if so, are we missing the interest, the like the in some in-between illustrations? I mean, also, I'm not saying that they cut out for any nefarious reasons. Books have page limits. And so that they cut some pages just because they needed, you know, to keep moving. Let me know. Uh, or don't. I don't know. We're all busy people. D you know, just be like that Berenstain Bears guy, always with always with the questions. Because uh, I think Mike's uh, response to my last question was, you know, about 18 paragraphs long, a full chapter of a book about the Berenstain Bears if we wanted. So I don't believe he's under any obligation to answer my every question. This is me just hedging my bets. But uh, yeah, Berenstain Bears of the Bible be a guide. You know, if you think it's cute, pick up a copy. It's funny, I guess. You know, little kids might be like, ha-ha, he fell out of the boat. It's Papa being Papa, the way he stopped being around the turn of the, you know, century. So, I don't know. Let the Bible be your guide. Do I think you should let the Bible be your guide? I guess it depends on what it's telling you. Uh, the Bible's not a single book written in one sitting. It's a collection of writings written over many, many centuries. So, and then collected over many, many centuries. So, you know... Use your own discretion, I guess. It doesn't have anything to say about a lot of things. So uh, let the Bible be your guide. Let you be your guide. Uh, wear your life vest if you're doing something dangerous. Uh, because you don't want to end up in the hospital taking up the place that could be used by someone who needs it. Wear your life vest. We're pro-life vest here on Deep in Bear Country. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for continuing to support this show. Simply by listening. Uh, tell a friend. Be like, did you finish listening to the latest episode of, I don't know, some NPR podcast you listen to? Check out this Even Bear Country guy. He's got a wildly uneven show that's been going on for six years. Uh, that's pretty weird, isn't it? The guy's in his 40s. I was going to say mid-40s, but I'm about to crest the mid-part this year. So, uh, getting over the hump. I hope I'm still doing this show when I'm 50. I really hope I am. That'd be something. Just, that'd be something. I started this show in my late 30s. I'm just going to keep it going. Should I just keep it going? Even if I run out of Berenstain Bears book, should I just keep it? I can talk about other things. You know that. I almost did a whole mini-series on Amelia Bedelia, but that fell through for reasons. In any case, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you can find me at BerenstainBearCast.org because I am an organization. You can find me on Twitter at BeStainBearCast. Uh, you can listen to me other shows. Me Listen to me other shows. You can listen to my other shows. Uh, Pizza Toast, a podcast I do with Christy Admiral where we talk about all things... Uh, I was gonna say Babysitters Club, but we just we're this week we're doing uh, uh, the first Princess Diaries book, uh, but only the first. We're not doing the whole series. Uh, we will be discussing the movies though, and uh, I also have it's Del Toro time, a podcast I do with my uh, adult child Willow. Uh, we just did Mad Max two, and we are going to be doing Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and then we will be moving on with the rest of Gamble Del Toro's. Movies that influenced him. His list of the, the most influential movies in his life. Uh, it's a list of over 100 films that we are working our way through in chronological order. Again, we just did Mad Max 2 if you like Mad Max uh, or if you just like to hear me talk. 
and you like hearing Willow on her on the previous episode she was on. She was on a bunch of the episodes previously. So uh, if you like that, give them a listen. It's still Toro time and Pizza Toast. Otherwise, I will see you all next. Well, that was a pretty weak ending. Uh, if you, if I don't have anything, I, I'm trying to get my energy up. It, uh, I'm so excited. Everything's great and wonderful and exciting. And I'll see you all next time deep in bear country.